This is Grown Up and Grounded, a podcast about growing up and being a grown up, about getting grounded and staying grounded. Join us, two women, a mother and a daughter, who talk about everything. In this week's episode, Kate and Trish sit down with a very special guest. Well, we have a special guest today. It's Steven, Kate's dad. Kate's here too, so yeah, I mean, it's this a party. Is, it's a party. <laughs> already. It's Ooh. always a party. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself, Steven. Hi, I'm Steven, Kate's dad. And Trisha's oh. husband. And Trisha's husband. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I thought, this was all, I thought it was all about Kate. <laughs> it always is. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so. Good job, Dad. Good job, Dad. <laughs> First and foremost, I uh, felt like I should give you a way out because Kate and I have discussed the fact that Twilight is your favorite movie. Okay. <laughs> and you, you've countered that to say it, you do enjoy it, and you know, but it's not necessarily your favorite movie. That is Where true. would you say it falls on the, it's like third? I don't know. I'd have to. <laughs> It's up. It's up there on the list. Okay. So favorite Princess Bride, and there was one other one. Oh, A Knight's Tale. A Knight's Tale is up there on the list. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we're excluding westerns from this, so. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we should back up and say Dad has not listened to an episode, right? True. He, he doesn't know. That what is we've correct. So I have not listened to one. And how episode come that is that? Uh. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. He doesn't uh, want to be honest. I don't have social media. No, that's uh, not why. Because it's your, it's uh, Kate and yours thing. No, you said, I listen to this crap all day. Oh. Why should I listen to it? Oh, yeah, I lived it. <laughs> I was a part of it. I know all about it. Yeah, that's pretty uh, much the truth of the matter, of your exact stance on it. Um, so, you know, we talk about favorites all the time in our family. Mm-hmm. The podcast has had a recurring theme of favorites. And I heard I'm Kate's favorite. <laughs> I didn't think that was the theme of the oh. yeah, favorite We haven't talked about favorite parents. <laughs> Just favorite, who your favorite children are. I don't have a favorite. Well, the consensus among the children is As that you know. Becca is your favorite. And I was wondering how you feel about this whole topic. I think you feel so- similar to what I feel about the whole favorites thing. But go ahead. So I, for, before Dad talks, I feel like I need to say um, the reason that I'm even curious to hear the answer to this question is because Dad is never serious about this. Anytime we ask, he makes jokes out of it and says, well, you're my favorite this week because you called me the most. Or you could be my favorite again, but you if have you. to call me later or text me later. I'm hearing from your sister more. It's always a joke to kind of get something that you want. You're like, never, you never Taco give a Bell and you'll be my favorite. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So if we're excluding those jokes from that, well, what's I mean, your t- what's your take on it? I mean, I think as a parent, you love all your kids for different reasons, and so you cannot have a single favorite. Hmm. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But who's your favorite? <laughs> Kate does not believe in that baloney at all because that's the same thing I said, which I assume it's not true. Kate, it's a good answer, but it's not true. Kate, today you are my favorite. Okay, okay, that's what I wanted to hear. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but your favorite overall, as we know, is Becca. In fact, Dad, what are our contacts in your phone? Well, um, the contacts in my phone 
you guys put him in, and so Becca put hers as best daughter ever, and you put yours as mom's favorite. Okay, I did not put it as that. Becca put mine as that, for the record. <laughs> but and, it's still true. And Danae is Danae. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, Ouch. we'll have to fix yours. Yeah, you will. I mean, that was Becca's doing. I feel like it was her fault. <laughs> Try to blame Becca. Yes, Throw um, her under the bus. I could have changed it back a hundred times, but I haven't. But let's not focus on that right now. <laughs> you could have changed an ace or something. I could too. have. I could have. But I didn't. <laughs> When the kids were growing up, uh, you worked a lot. Well, I should say first, though, when you were out of work at one point when Becca was first born and you stayed home with her. Correct. Because I did share the story of all the people, women in the neighborhood, inviting you over to their houses. <laughs> Everybody wanted your husband. Uh, well, I don't know if it was that. I mean, sure, they were just being friendly, but, you know. But when they were teenagers, Danae... Um, you worked normal hours, but when Danae was gone and it was Kate and Becca at home still, you worked a lot. Do you feel like you missed out on anything? Or Well, I mean... Is it something you even think about? I don't think about it. Okay. I just don't think about it. Just, is this supposed to be a serious episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, we well, just have some questions. We, we, we spent, bounce around. Each, yeah. each of the children I spent at different times in their lives, and so... So early on, I spent one-on-one time with Danae when she was young, mm-hmm. uh, and then Kate came along. So Kate was always around when there were multiple people, and then I spent a lot of one-on-one time with um, Rebecca in her older years because she was in high school. So eat, so I spent a lot of one-on-one. I mean, a lot of time with them just at different stages in their life, and so maybe just because Rebecca's older. It appears that I have a different relationship with her than maybe I do with Kate or Danae, but that's not the case. So what I'm taking... I think I have a special relationship with all of them. (laughs) What I'm taking out of this is Danae was alone in the beginning, so she got a lot of time with you, and Becca was alone at the end, so she got a lot with you, but Kate was never the only child in the house, so she never got a lot of time with you. This just in, we've solved the problem with Kate and her need to be the favorite. That's true. I was never alone in the I just, I, I didn't realize that until you just put it that way. I, as, as the neglected and forgotten middle child, I never had that luxury. This just in, Kate's planning on moving back home. I've got my stuff here already. I'm moving in tonight. Well, that's how I see it. That's really funny. <laughs> The whole time he was talking, all I was thinking was, oh, great. He just proved Kate's theory of why she needs so so much love. Yeah, but let's keep talking about this. So why, when did did I get alone time with you then? You you just talked about Danae and Becca. You didn't say when I had my time with you. Well, I just mean (laughs) because there was Danae. Yeah. So when was Kate's time? Right now. Okay. Today. I mean, I picked you up I from the train. I picked you up from the train station yesterday. <laughs> come on. Thanks for the one day, Dad. That's so sweet, man. You're welcome. <laughs> I 
I should really go back and one. listen to some previous episodes so I can get all caught up. Well, it's just pretty funny because you're like, you tried to say you spent time with each one, and then nope. it was like, there was never a mention Well, no, that's what I'm saying. And then Kate was there. That's what I'm saying. I guess. I'm saying, but then it was back up. I'm just saying Kate and I really never got. But you didn't say that. You didn't <laughs> say that. I know. You literally said, I spent any time with each one of them. Okay, Kate, so now your mom's Trish out Trish has left the room. What do you really think about mom? Oh, I know I've got a great question. What, what made you fall in love with mom? Okay. These... <laughs> no, is that I can't? I, I, I didn't think this podcast was about that, so I think... What, I what, what was the moment? What was the moment you knew you loved mom? Do you remember? I know it was a while ago. I've forgotten. <laughs> okay, okay. Um... Um, did any of your friends ever give you a hard time for, um, dating a woman that already had a kid? No. Hmm. That was a lame answer. Okay. Um, do you remember your wedding pretty clearly? Yes. What was your favorite moment at your wedding? A lot of silence. Yeah, um. You gotta, you gotta talk. That's oh, why. I, I have to speak up. I see. Uh, favorite moment of my wedding... I don't. That was twenty something years ago. Twenty eight. To be exact. No. Yeah. Twenty eight. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenty eight in a few months. <sighs> well, those answers were lame. So thank God, mom's back because we got to get some spice back in here. <laughs> what did he say? Nothing exciting. Oh. It was I don't remember. I'm, no, and I don't remember. So. <laughs> I told you guys I wasn't going to be a ratings boost to the podcast. <laughs> no, actually, you. Well, actually, let's let's get this on record. Dad's exact words were. Every, it's going to be your most popular popular episode, and everyone's going to want me, and I'm going to have to start my own podcast because I'm going to be the favorite. That's what you actually said. I have no... I do not... No. I don't recommend... No. No. Of course no. not. It wouldn't have been you. <laughs> yeah. It, his memory is short. That's the problem. No short-term memory. So, uh, you got a list of questions over there? Got a couple things, yeah. Wow. Just checking them off the list, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you... What questions did you ask him? None, nothing on those. Here? Yeah. Okay. Uh... So, what type of father, like, do you think you were? What type of father, how would you describe yourself? What type of father yourself? do you think I was, or what type of father do you think I am? Both. Well, I don't think that's, I think we should ask the kids. What kind of father do they think I am? We've already gotten our opinion on it. We want oh, yours. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm a, I think I was a good father. I think I was a good dad. Cool dad. Hip dad. Cool dad. A that's cool dad. What does a cool dad do? Like, what defines a cool dad? What are the characteristics of a cool dad? Me? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know. All right. So I basically parenting is something you just don't think about at all. You just, nope. It just happened to him. and I didn't read a book. And you just, I guess you just do. Hmm. Or you just have your wife do all the emotional labor. And <laughs> yes. And you're just there for the fun stuff? Good call. <laughs> get, the kid, get the kids a puppy. Where they have somebody to <laughs> yeah, connect you. Um, <laughs> cropping you out. <laughs> I mean, Kate was saying she didn't feel like you ever missed anything, or and I was like, well, yeah, because well, I, mean, I would call you at work and say, okay, this is gonna start in an hour. You gotta leave work. I mean, I missed Kate's first day of school. 
That's true. You you uh, missed Becca's too, didn't you? I mean, I don't think you were there for anybody's first day of school because you were at work. That's not really. I don't really consider that a big thing, though. Yeah. You know, there's not. all these moments in movies and stuff where like the kids like at their baseball game and looking in the stand and waiting for their dad to get there, and he shows up right as the game ends. It's like I'm sorry, I was stuck at work. Like we never. There was never anything like that. If there was something like actually that mattered, especially when I was old enough to vocalize that it mattered, you were there. Yeah, I've, I mean, if you guys had an important function, I think I was at that important function. Yeah, I can't think of anything yeah. you missed. Yeah, yeah, you were. Thanks to Trish. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is there anything you would tell your 20-year-old self? Uh, like, if you go back in time and tell your 20-year-old self, is there anything you would say? One piece of advice. One piece of... Yeah. Quit drinking Pepsi? Why on earth would you give that advice? We were a Pepsi family. I don't have... No, I wouldn't... I mean, there's a picture of my 20-year-old self right over there. Um, Looking good. Is that weird that I just said that? Uh, Maybe edit that out. <laughs> He's looking good. I don't think... I didn't... He, he, no, I, I, I... Um... Nothing. Not even... You're not very self-reflective, are you? Invest in Apple, Google, Genentech. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, it's all about money. Um, not like floss your teeth... Whatever. Take better care of your skin. Put lotion yeah. on every day. Nope. Trish is it's the one. It's true what they say yeah. about sunscreen. Don't waste your time on other girls. I don't know. Nothing? I don't think about it. Okay. Wouldn't even be like, you're going to get married in a few years, so make sure you hook up with that girl over there that you've been eyeing for a while because <laughs> you want to get that out of the way. Nothing no, even I, like that? I wouldn't go back and give myself any advice if I was 20. I, no, I don't think about it from that perspective. I don't think you're a very self-reflective person. I think that you're very content. That's what I'm taking from all of this. Oh, cool. All right. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to compare it to, but yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> okay. Yes. Do you feel like... This is, this is, this is the big one because we've discussed this before, okay? So take a second, collect your thoughts. Do you feel like you would have been a different father if you had had sons? Would I? Potentially, yes. And in what way do you think? Like, how do you think you would have been different? I don't know. I It just... I mean, I don't have a son, so I don't know what it's like to have a son, but I would imagine that I probably would have been maybe just a typical father, dust herself off, that doesn't hurt, maybe less affectionate as a parent. Um, yeah, he probably would have been a superstar athlete. I don't know. Hmm, interesting. Uh, what if you had... So Kate was originally wondering about if there was any difference, like if you had had all sons or like a mix of sons and daughters. Like if you had a mix of sons and daughters, do you think you would have parented everybody the same or you would have parented the boys different than the girls? I don't know. I mean, that's a tough one to answer, but I'd like to think that I wouldn't have parented the boys different from the the girls. Are you just saying that because you don't want to hear Kate yell at you in the podcast? <laughs> my very liberal daughter yelled at me on the podcast um, I'd like to think that I wouldn't have parented differently but who knows right yeah no, I mean I'm intrigued by the, the the comment you said earlier about you know the dust yourself off thing 
Like if you had sons, like you know, just some, well, no, I, I, mean, I, the only reason I'm intrigued by that is because you've said those things to us well, too. I, I remember going to work or going to school with a broken arm because you told me that my pain probably wasn't all that significant and I was going to be fine. Well, first of all, I didn't break your arm. That was Uncle Ken. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the time that Becca, when I broke my arm, elbow in two places. Oh, you mean, And I went to high school, and you, oh, that you, day you were like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, and I went to school all day. Oh, you're talking and about... then talking, I said, I really need to go to the hospital, and you said, okay, and then it was broken in two places. You're talking about the roller skating incident yes. when you fell in the street. Yes. Yeah, wow. I'm just saying, I, the dust yourself off, that's that's a very, like, masculine thing. I'm not a I'm doctor, saying, I I'm saying this know. for people to, on the podcast, Dad. So, like, yeah. people think of that, like, you would say that to your sons. No, that's just who you are as a person. You said that to us, too. Yeah, you're correct. It's not like you would have only been like that with sons. Oh, well, fantastic. Then I wouldn't have treated you guys differently. There you go. So, neither parent is our dream. Uh, I mean, you raise independent kids. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, it's just funny. I see. Um, okay, well, and yeah, maybe you should internalize some things, think about yourself a little more, so we could ask you some more questions. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, that's not how I'm like, Yeah, that face says, no, I'm, I'm good. Like, yeah, I got I it. Don't, I don't need to self-reflect. So, when we first started dating, I had a daughter already. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your feelings about being a stepfather? Like, I know it was um, impactful to you that I had Danae. Obviously, you had to be step into the role of dad when we were together in the beginning. But do you have any thoughts about the experience of being a stepfather? What? So I don't consider it as being like a stepfather. Mm-hmm. I just never thought of it from that perspective. True. I, I mean, it's just. I mean, when by we were, way of. Yeah, I mean, when we were dating, it was. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were dating, and you had a daughter, so it was. I mean, I've been around to Danae a long time, so um, it, I didn't think of it as, I mean, I didn't never thought of it as like a stepdaughter. I just thought of her as just, we are family. She's mm-hmm. our daughter, and I try to treat her as such. Do you remember when Ken would make jokes when we were dating, before we got married, about... Instant family? Instant oatmeal. You guys yeah. are like in, instant oatmeal. Just add water and you're a family. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he made, used to make a lot of jokes. That's really funny because while you were gone, I asked Dad, did anybody make fun of you for dating somebody with a kid already? And he was like, oh. no, no, I can't think of anything. And lo and behold, your brother was the one doing it. Although that yeah, sounds like a pretty positive joke. Yeah, but I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, it was just, nothing negative. It was nothing yeah. that it was like, oh, uh, you feel bad. I mean, it... I know yeah. my dad was nervous when we first, especially when we moved in together, like really nervous about what was going to happen if we didn't work out and blah, 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 blah. And I, mean, I, could, I, could, I feel like it was hard because it was hard to say like, this is different. I mean, obviously I think it's going to work out or I wouldn't be moving in, you know, we mm-hmm. wouldn't be moving in together, but I think that was stressful for him. And I don't know, but I'm, you know, it's interesting. I think that. I had my mom and my sisters, and I never heard any opinions from them. I'm sure they had very strong opinions, but I never really heard it from anybody except for... Um, I don't even know if I heard it directly from my dad or, or what, but I knew that he was stressed about that. Hmm. So. And look where we are now. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, even down the aisle, he was like, you don't have to do this, just testing you to make sure you're, you're in for the long haul. To you or to dad? He said that to Dad right before we walked out. He walked 
right before we walked down the aisle when all the men were together. I think it's just because he didn't want to walk down the aisle. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I think it was him. I don't I don't know, there were a like lot it. of people trying to talk you out of marrying me that day. Who? What? Well, what? I mean, Joke-wise, but yeah. I mean, James offered him a plane ticket. He had a plane, had a plane ticket in my pocket if you want to take off. And then my dad, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. That's just so silly. Yeah. That's just what men are like. How does it feel to have such feminist daughters? I mean, because what feminists, for our generation, feminists kind of get a bad rap, so I'm just kind of curious. I don't think of it as that. uh, I don't think of it in that way. I think of it that I have independent daughters who are striving for equal rights and they're doing what they got to do. They're their own people. They can they cut their own path. They're going to walk their own path. Um, and I'm there to support them in whatever it is they want to do. So, Even when that means educating you on topics you're ignorant about? I can still be ignorant about the topics because it makes for great discussion. <laughs> and you I, choose to be ignorant sometimes just to rile us up. That's right. And how to get your goat. <laughs> and it always works. It works I every time. I always fall for it. Always, always, always. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do like pushing buttons sometimes. I know there have been certain times where uh, either you or Janae have said, not in the mood for dad. Just you need to tell him not to give me jokes about stuff. And I'm like, okay. I mean, you could tell him, but sure, I'll tell him. Because <laughs> we know if we tell him, then he's just going to do it. More. Because the opportunity is there. Or it's being handed to him. Oh, Dad, we love you. Does that come from having a lot of brothers, like, that you guys just harass each other and, like, find weak spots and, like, going for the kill? Don't know. Oh. Never thought about it. Have we said how many siblings Dad had? I don't know. Maybe. Go ahead. You mean, you want me to, is that a question for (laughs) me? Yeah, how many siblings did you have? How many siblings did I have? Yeah. I had, I have, or had, four brothers and one sister. That's a lot of kids. Yep. Six kids total. Six kids total. It's a big family. It's a big family. Mm-hmm. Do you think that growing up in a family, um, especially being one of the younger children, do you think that that affects how your your management style at all, or like your family dynamic has that carried over into like your management style at work? I don't know. I've got no idea. <laughs> I mean it. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think so. Even though I was the the second to the youngest, it was basically the three older ones and the three younger ones. And so technically I'm a, I consider myself a middle child like Kate here. Yeah. Right. Two middle children that so, need so much love. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dad and I are extremely similar in that way. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's a lot. I need constant attention. Dad needs constant attention. We're both bad at communicating what kind of attention we need. We just expect you to know. You should just <laughs> press a button and get I don't attention. Think, I don't think you're bad at saying what kind of attention you need. Dad okay, in, has in, over in, like, the a years made it, Oh, Dad has made it, learned to make it pretty clear. But, again... I'm 
<laughs> if you ask like, for attention, you're a lot less likely to give it. I've also learned that about you. Need attention? Get a dog. How did? What did Becca say about me? I'm a emotionally. Man, I can't remember her exact words. I'd have to listen to that episode again. Yeah, I don't know. Harsh, something like that. Emotionally distant, maybe? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know, yeah. The point's the same. We know. But I'm not emotionally, like, verbally we can have a conversation, and I'm totally there for you, And it, but... Are you totally there? <laughs> because, I mean, you so always... You, you, your, your opinion is always shoved into that conversation whether we want it or not I yeah mean, i guess it's just not gonna go away yeah it's it's like i just want comfort i don't know how to do that i'm gonna go ahead and give you my opinion and <laughs> advice and tell you what you should do no, and you don't i'm hear telling it. you what to do to get comfort that's not how that works you can't get comfort from me you need to learn how to self-develop it yeah, that's sometimes sometimes you just you're in this the the point in your process where all you want is like someone to listen and say that sucks i'm sorry and you've never been that person for any of us, I think. I, I do do sometimes, but yeah, it's it's pretty rare. Yeah, I can't think of any time off the top of my head that that's what it's happened from you. Trust me. When I was like a toddler, I was probably I don't know biting my tongue, and I remember that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it was just for the other sisters. Is that me. how you feel too, Stephen? Sometimes you just want me to uh, comfort you, and I'm just like life stuff. Get a helmet and smack you on the head. No, of course not. Jeez, can't trust what he's saying right now. <laughs> I know he's such a liar. I know he feels that way. (laughs) He's vocalized it. I think that there are some stories that you should share. I think that um, you've had a very interesting life and some um, dangerous moments in your life. And it's kind of a miracle you became an adult. So some of these stories that I hear. What's, uh, what are some of the stories I'm talking about, Dad? Oh, which one? Oh, when I got hit by a car when I was two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was cool. Hit and dragged, right? 49 and a half feet. That's That so half a foot way. makes a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> when you're two, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, On the front bumper. What's another one? Uh, mall bit by a dog when I was seven. Um, bit where? What part of your body? <laughs> In the head. <laughs> what happened? Shook me like a rag doll. Yeah. Still got uh, the scars from that one. Yep. Uh, I think that's. I think those are the two most dangerous ones. Definitely those, yeah. the most dangerous. Yeah, you had the another car. The car. I mean, the, the car, car almost that, ran you over. I mean, my the own car that over, almost yeah. ran me over. Yeah, that was a funny one. That was a good one. My cat-like reflexes though kept me alive. Yes, Thank goodness. You. <laughs> you got a scar in your hand too. Yeah, that wasn't really too much. That's just from. Falling off, falling off a 10-foot high chain link fence. Pretty big scar. I thought that was the same one when the car, you tried to jump up and it snagged your hand, no? Two no, no, this, this is when I was trying to jump over the chain link fence, and I hopped up, and I threw myself over. Yeah, my I, hand I, got remember, I know the story, but for some yeah. reason I thought you hopped over to try to get no, over the No, no, the car was the one where I didn't set the emergency brake all the way, but I left the car in neutral. Uh, the old Datsun B210, and uh, I was unlocking a gate at the bottom of our apartment complex and I turn around and the car's rolling down the hill at me and the gate's still locked and there's brick walls on either side and I thought I was Superman and I thought I could stop the car and lo and behold it just hit me at the knees and tore the gate open and I was able to keep running backwards until the car stopped and then I yeah 
Scary stuff. You've lived quite a life. You were meant yeah. to be here. Because you survived a lot. Well. Hit by the car, too. That's a pretty big one. So, one of my favorite memories of Dad... Um, I mean, I've got a lot. But when we were really little, and Dad would pick us up from Paw Bills... Um, on what was it Wednesdays right when we would go there after school Um, and he was in his truck we would always before we got on the on-ramp on the freeway pull over on the side of the road and um, get scratch right isn't that what we Mm -hmm. called it do a little burnout right yeah in the the gravel so like the gravel would kick up and we just always really looked forward to it me and Becca would be like chanting in the car like get the scratch get the scratch Um, and it was just a really fun little thing that we did when we were little but I remember I mean, I must have been in middle school at this point. Like, this was years and years had passed, and we were at Paw Bills for whatever reason, and Dad was picking us up, and without us even saying, like, I'm sure none of us were thinking about it because it had been so many years, but Dad pulled over and <laughs> got scratched and surprised us, and I remember being like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Like, what a thought. Like, obviously, the look on Dad's face was he'd been looking forward to doing that. He got this idea on the drive over to pick us up and was so excited to surprise us with it. He was so happy about it. It was just, that was a really cute thing. I remember that. It had been so many years since we'd done that. And you still remembered. Yeah. Next time we go to Paul Bills, we'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> In our SUV van, whatever it is you have. Probably won't work as well, but. Do you remember Dad so telling you you had to move out? No. I remember you giving that to me in a note. No. See, <laughs> I get a bad rap. I wasn't. I would have never told you to move out. He was ticked and was like yelling from the doorway, "You're moving out. You can't live here if you're gonna lie to us." Yeah, I don't remember that. Of course not. I remember Dad punching a hole in our door when we were little. He didn't punch the hole in the door. <laughs> yeah, you did. That, that sounds the pretty door was, pretty the bad door when was, you say the, it that way. The door was open. You guys were but making it was like a stuck. ton of noise, and I hit the door he was to tired. open it in a. In a in a stern manner, <laughs> well, it was stuck and it's a too. cheap door. My hand went your, through it. It was with your fist, though. It, it, it was no, your my fist. hand. Was, it was an open hand. You're using your fist. It was an open hand. <laughs> but this is how angry you get when you want to go to sleep, and they were not. Sleeping. Oh, we were being so yes. loud. It was obnoxious. You told us to come in several times. We kept bouncing on the bed and laughing. Like we were not listening to you at all until you punched that hole in that door. We were like, okay, time to go to bed. <laughs> oh man, Dad's serious. <laughs> it's funny because Danae even talks about when Dad punched the hole in the door, like or you know, like there was a hole in the door. I don't know if yeah. she's know. Oh man, yeah, we never even fixed it. It was like a reminder, like do what Dad says. <laughs> when he gets serious, he gets serious. Bam. I remember putting a sticker over it at one point because I was like, I haven't people. I'm old enough to have friends over now this is i gotta cover this up oh that was really funny <laughs> i remember one time with you 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 were making me something happen you were outside and we had a screen door that used to stick do you remember this and you were like the perfect height and you were like throwing a temper tantrum <laughs> and i the screen door used to stick and i had to like kind of punch it to get it to open and it smacked you right in the head I do and gave you a big old mark on your head i do remember that yeah <laughs> Oh, that was pretty funny. Yeah, people probably thought you beat me. Well, even remember Becca in church one time? She was throwing a timber tantrum, and like I tried to grab her to like, like grab mm-hmm. grab her arm and just kind of say move move all the way through the pew, and she got was mad at me, and so she yanked, and then she slammed her face on the pew, and yeah. her knocked her tooth out, and she was like, "You made me." <laughs> 
something. She's just screaming in church, and she's got blood because her tooth just got knocked out. It was it was loose, so it wasn't. Yeah, but, yeah. But like, I was like, I didn't do anything. You yanked away from me. It was just pretty funny. Mm, that is pretty funny in church. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Good times. Oh. Do you remember when we first met, Stephen? We first met. Yeah. Uh. Kind of, sort of. It's when I thought you came over to, we went to Napa Junior College to go swimming. Yeah. I think. Good one, yeah, I remember. Dad, do you remember when we first met? (laughs) He does remember that. Yeah, I did the whole Lion King thing. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, your birth was funny because they kept telling me I wasn't ready, I wasn't ready. And then I I said, you know, Dad had to go call him and he never even got to change his clothes. Into a hospital gown or anything, it was just like, nope, here she is. It was a, yeah. You had a white sweatshirt on it, white on it. Yeah, and I had white shoes on too. (laughs) That's that's really funny. It was fat. It was. I don't even think we got into the delivery room. I thought it was in the. No, I was able to get to the delivery room, but it was like last minute hubble. I remember you kept saying, "When I tell you, I'm." I'm having a baby. I'm having a baby. I said, okay, I can remember that. Okay. She had just okay. come in and checked you. No, it's going to be a couple of hours. She leaves about five minutes later. Go get them. There's a baby. Sure enough. Yeah. Aren't I the one to, or maybe it was Becca, I don't remember. One of us 5 popped, a.m. for you, I think is what it was. One of us popped our head out, and when you saw our head, you were like, it's a boy. That's I think good. it was me, yeah. I don't think it was when your head came out. I, yeah, maybe. No, it was the head. Any other I, part of my body, I, you would have known that. I thought I was having a son. No, it, when you came out too, though, it did look like you're the umbilical cord because they did it all real fast because of everything that happened when mm. I was in labor. And so the first thought was it was a boy. And they mm. didn't tell us right away because they were just worried about getting your, yeah. your nose cleaned out and stuff. Because that was Because too was weird too because, because you... You, you had pooped before you were born. Oh, yes. Let's please keep that in the podcast. <laughs> no, but they were... <laughs> I had to deliver your head. They wanted me to deliver your head, but not push the rest of you out because babies don't... When it's just the head, they don't start crying. Mm-hmm. So they could clean out your nose and make sure they got all the meconium out of your mouth and your nose so you mm-hmm. wouldn't have to worry about an infection. Well, you started crying. Immediately? I wanted just to, your head. I wanted to be back inside of you. I was not happy to be leaving you. You were already yeah. my no, favorite. I think, you, was, I think you were ready to roll, man. You're like, let's get this party going. No, I think... <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe. You were born right on your due date. Becca was maybe. late, and... Yeah, Becca was probably more the one that was ready to come out. But it was just kind of funny, because they were like, don't push. They won't cry. We'll clean it out. And you started crying. So then they're like, push it out! Like, they wanted to make And you sure. were like, what the heck? Yeah. And there it was. It was all kind of a rat race. Yeah. Funny. I remember trying so hard to be the son you never had. I wanted to please you so much. I was such a tomboy. And Becca was the one wearing dresses, and then we got older and just switched somehow. I know. I think that's funny. I don't remember feeling like you were ever a tomboy. Isn't that funny? I don't think you were ever a tomboy, but you were always climbing trees and scaling something. Not really wearing dresses and playing as many sports as I could get my hands on. Yeah, that's kind of being a tomboy. Well, you didn't. You weren't really that into softball. 
No, but I did it. Because you were out there drawn in the, in the sand. <laughs> Dancing in the field, picking flowers. With, yeah, picking flowers and looking for bugs. Okay, We'd be yes, looking out there and you'd be like doing twirls and dancing. And like, oh my Missing goodness. the balls. But yeah. I was, because I, I was joining sports to make you happy. Well, I mean. I think that's your hindsight. I don't think you felt like you I think, I feel like I remember, like, Dad will like it if I join sports. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't. It, it kind of wasn't that. I mean, yeah, it would have been. I know you didn't put pressure on me to do it, but I was like, but, oh, that's never going to sound like so. yeah, You were kind of. I, I don't think you were even it. thinking like that. Like, that was like nine. Yeah, I know. I'm a smart kid. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I was analyzing everyone else's life. I should have went into therapy for a, a career. Yeah, not too late. Not too late. It's never too late. So you were asking why I don't like to talk, and I don't like to talk because I don't like to reflect, and I just we picked like... up on that a little bit, I think. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. I mean, why I was... don't you like to reflect? What were you going to say before I cut you off? Too much it takes too much energy to mm. think about it and try to analyze it and figure. So out what is your why. philosophy? Just go and do. Don't think. F- <laughs> That's not your philosophy at can all. We, is that going to make the podcast? It can, but I mean, I got to change everything to explicit. We no. almost made it without explicit. No, we can do explicit. I mean, unexplicit. No, I just I some. I mean, these. I mean, if I really think about what would I tell my twenty-year-old self, I don't think it matters because I don't really care because I, I've enjoyed my life that I've had today, and I wouldn't want to change anything because I like who I am and I like my kids and I like where we are. So why change it? So I go back and try to tell myself to take, which ultimately would lead to maybe a different path, and I wouldn't be sitting where I am today, doing hmm. this wonderful podcast. With a Aww. wonderful wife and daughter. Yes. Aww. See, I would say wonderful daughters and wife. I put my daughters there first. Well, I'm saying, when you said sitting here right now, yeah, the other daughter, daughters Kate's aren't here. next to me. Yes, my lovely daughter, Kate, is here today. Mm-hmm. But yeah. my other daughter, Danae and Rebecca, are not and I wish they were here because I think then the conversations would be much more lively. Yeah, but we, we talk, talk too much. Less. Yeah, we talk too much over each other. It's really difficult. And people were saying we sound alike. It's hard to tell us apart. Oh, did there... tell you that? Yeah. Did you hear that too? Yeah. Oh, that's really funny. One of us should talk like this. <laughs> the other one should talk like this. <laughs> and then we got it. For I have an accent. know if it was a good idea to invite me to the podcast what Why? if now you want to take over yeah and then you is. and I are podcasting all the time and Kate gets left out now she's really going to be upset I'm not, just going to have only, to quit my job and move in with you guys not only am I not the favorite but now I've been excluded from the podcast that's never going to happen that's good <laughs> Kate good. has zero uh, fear that she's not the favorite she's so confident that she's the favorite no, your favorite just your favorite oh I'm not dad's favorite <laughs> either way Although I'm, I'm creeping up there, right? I've been following you a lot lately. <laughs> yeah, you're moving up the list. Okay, it's it's, you're moving up the list. Okay. All I need to do is have a grandson. I have to say, uh, Berkeley grad, grandson, I mean, those are two really mountains to overcome. Wow, <laughs> threw school in there, too. That's low blow. Uh, I own my own store, so... Yeah. Yeah, I just... Oh, okay. That just... just life accomplishments mean nothing. A grandchild would be, but probably maybe a granddaughter instead of a no, grandson. No, Kate. 
You don't need a granddaughter, grandson. It's just like, not only did she have the first grandson, which was like what dad always wanted, but dad's didn't name always is the baby's middle name. Like, you didn't have to take both of those things from me. Hey, Kate, <laughs> I got news for you. There's always the first name. Yeah, right? I mean, Boom. that's the only way to one up. That's, I mean, that's all on. that I have. You Even if I have a daughter, your name's Steven, I'm sorry. Or you could name it Thomas. Because yeah. dad that would make dad happy. Yeah. He always wanted to name it. If we had a son, he always wanted to be Thomas. Thomas Steven Markel, because my kids are gonna take the last name. Great. Sounds perfect. Yeah, no, I if my if, husband's taking my last name, sorry. I would have to had be a son, too cool to be a Markel. Yeah, if I would have had a son, I want to name him Thomas after my dad. Okay. I can do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> Can you make that happen? Yeah, I'm saying it right now. I'm going to go get a baby you, right now. You do that <laughs> tonight. <laughs> We're fine. Know. Kate, you're right up. You're at the top of the list, man. There's three of you up there. Right? Today, you're at the top. Tomorrow, Becca, if she FaceTimes me in the morning, and, <laughs> or Samuel calls me or texts me, and then today, she'll drop a quick little hit. Hey, Dad, what you doing? Right? You guys all move up. Right. I appreciate you guys all schedule. for different things. I hate it. I'm going to be the favorite all the time. But it's okay. I got mom. I got mom. Because we're so alike. See, Dad, I should be your favorite because I'm the most like your wife. I no, Rebecca's just like you. I, I mean, she's just like you. I can't have a favorite. I have three daughters. It's just ridiculous. Everybody has a favorite. Your mom benefits more for the grandchildren being here, not me. Right? I mean, they cut Why? into... Because they're going to cut into my nap time. Oh, jeez. Nothing cuts into your nap time, dear. Just so we're clear. When nothing. you decide you're going to go to sleep. I mean, football's on sleep. Sunday. Right? What if I want to watch one of my favorite TV shows? What if I want to watch Twilight, the entire series? I mean, come on. <laughs> you still can. Or I want to turn on Shooter. Or Tombstone. Yeah, I guess I'm grandbabies are just dumb. Why even have one? <laughs> All right. When you no put pressure. It that way. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure. You put so much pressure on me already. You said so many things. Down All he wants to do burned into my skull. Wow. He wow. so internalized things that we say. And Absolutely. Dad just, Dad just says stuff off the cuff. Oh, I know. Just the worst. It's I mean, so at least just, cavalier about that. Don't overthink it. Sense. Don't overthink it. It was just. Oh, it's supposed to be don't shallow. Overthink. Don't overthink. No one ever said that to me ever in my life. It's, I'm just gonna let it go. Wow, it's, that's it. You just cured me. Just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> what Dad has trying to sing Elsa's song because that was not. That was not it. Not the right. No, it's not the right beat. None of it was good. Just oh, the words. It was okay, dear. I was I trying. No, it wasn't. Things, She's giving you a pity vote. It wasn't. <laughs> Bam. Yes, it was. Time to move on. Let's get this We're podcast moving. The, uh, That's it? It was easy. Yeah, yeah it, it was easy. Well, it would have yeah, been different. You were very self-reflective. I think, I think, I think a lot of my stuff's going to get dropped out. Well, I, if you had some answers, like, you know, but you're like, nope. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, hmm. no, I wouldn't tell myself anything. Like, we would all go back in time and tell her. Well, I have to really something. think about it. I mean, I have to sit there and reflect on it. And I, yeah. You have a minute. It's, it's okay. Oh, my twenty-year-old self. Hey, you're gonna be bald when you're older, so get dreadlocks. Okay. 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 <laughs> there you go. There we that go. That is there. perfectly respectable. Totally cultural appropriation. Not good for a white person to do, but I appreciate where you're coming from with it. It was a good answer. Uh, I think in my 20-year-old self, I don't think cultural appropriation would have been an issue. Very so true. Very true. The yeah, air quotes you were not necessary there. Yes, they were. <laughs> it's a little bit less cultural appropriation when you respect that culture, too. And I know that you did and do. So, 
Yeah. Fine, I'm just saying, you know, be aware. Check yourself. <laughs> Check your privilege. <laughs> Dad doesn't think he has privilege. Do you think you have privilege, Steven? Oh, like, let's have this conversation. Wow, let's have this conversation. <laughs> Dad, do you think white privilege exists? <laughs> I'm not educated enough on to know it. I just know, you know, I don't think we should have this conversation. I don't think it's going to go very well because I'm going to start getting your goat. Yeah, you will. You're going to He's using that as an excuse. We've though. already had this conversation. I know you think it's real. I know you believe in it. I know, I know you just also it, had a hard life because it's difficult to be poor no matter what situation you're in. However, that does not mean... That it would have been easier had you been black because it wouldn't have been. So that's the end of that. And I know you believe it, and it's fine. You don't have to talk. Let's keep going. I, I agree with that. Okay, what's your uh, favorite memory growing up? Like my, you, not our kids. My favorite memory growing up. Yeah. Um, I don't have a single favorite memory. You share a couple. Up, but, but it was different times back then. I remember. Uh, just outside playing all the time, you know, mm-hmm. in the neighborhood with the kids, whether it was, uh, you know, baseball or football in the street or, you know, then going to play risk, just whatever we could do to compete. That was always, that was always fun. So Very competitive. Very competitive, yes. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of Grown Up and Grounded. This will be our final episode of season one as Kate and I are going to take a little break and focus on developing our social media. So keep an eye out for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we'll have a new episode for you in just a few weeks. In the meantime, if you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss in season two, just head on over to grownupandgrounded.com and you can send us an email there. We're having a great time and hope you are too. As always, thanks for listening. We want to give a big shout out to Dave Depper, who provides the music we use in our episodes. The song you're listening to is titled Can Can 2, and we got it from the Free Music Archive. You can check out Dave at davedepper.com. It's just a waste of time. This just in, self-reflection, waste of time. Don't bother with it. It doesn't matter. You never become a better person. Thank you. (laughs) The key is just to be confident in who you are. Got it. What a life lesson from Stephen Markell. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah, that's nowhere near me. Look it up to see if it was ever in the papers. Back in 1968. I'm sure there wasn't a whole lot else going on in 1960 San Francisco. 68? <laughs> yeah, there's probably nothing. <laughs> nothing major. I'm sure that was the front page news. Good. It should have been. <laughs> drinking game. You can make a drinking game out of it. Then it's so much fun. No? Oh, no one else? Okay. No, I was well, just right. yeah. trying to. Sorry. I did her. Fantastic. So how do you guys feel this podcast went? This episode? This episode. How do you feel this episode went with uh, me as your guest speaker? I think we've got some good singers. <laughs> <laughs>